Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, wonderful world, and welcome to the Best Life Cafe. I am one of your hosts, Tim Poma. And I am Kathy with... Mello. <laughs> Good, Good morning. morning, Kathy. What a beautiful day. What a blessing to be alive. We made it. Another day wiser. Another day. Another day. So how have you been, Kathy? It's been a minute. I Well, it's been a week, right? So uh, I love that we can get together every week like this. No, I am still recovering from my incredibly fun weekend. Uh, you know, life and best life and all of that jazz is really, I have boiled it down to how much fun can you have? <laughs> And I uh, just want to take a second to give a little shout-out to my besties, Brad Hunt and Diane Keaton Hunt, who got married this Saturday uh, at their house in Blue Lakes. And it was one of those weddings that was absolutely flawless. Like, there was no, like, panic moments. And a friend of mine, Stacy and I, uh, Stacy Webster, shout-out to my BFF for 35 years, uh, we were pretty much the the wedding planners and, you know, they did a lot of their own work. Like they did everything in their yard and decorated it beautifully, but we were like the food and the coordinator, you know, and I was the microphone girl, like we're cutting the cake and introducing. And it was so much fun and everybody was joyful and everybody was happy for them. And we danced all night and we ate amazing food, you know, and it was really a, a village of people coming together to create this wedding. Uh, and it was magic. And I'm still kind of glowing from the aftermath of the laughter and the dancing and the the drinking, you know, and it was, but oh, well. it wasn't careless. It was very safe. The food was very, everything was really safe and uh, it was amazing. And so I was reminded through that experience of how much fun lightens your spirit, you know, how much when you're having fun and you're just sort of in that carefree laughter with friends place, it just lightens your spirit. And so we had a lot of spirit lightning this weekend and it was just, it was just magic. So, so again, they're on a Island now on their honeymoon and, you know, this is the, the second go round for them and they, you know, not for them, but for them each to, to come together at our age and get remarried. And uh, it was beautiful. And I know they'll be together forever. So shout out to them. Well, that is awesome. It sounds like it was a wonderful weekend. And, you know, I got to say, what the world needs now is a little bit of laughter, a whole lot of love, and, man, a little bit of fun. Uh, we forgot how to be human beings. We're getting a little too serious out there in the, in the world. So, you know, cut yeah. loose, enjoy your friends, enjoy the, the love that is created between two beings that decide that they want to take that leap. It's a really awesome thing to be a part of. Well, I think you just hit the nail on the head. Like, there's just not enough of it anymore because strife and, you know, world events and, and, and opinions and all this stuff is sort of clouding the fun piece of uh, cutting loose even, you know, not because some people just, you know, like even in a crowd, like, you, you know, you know, people weren't really giving the same hugs that they would want to give and the same, you know, connection that you want to give. And, and so it's created this little bit of separation from fun because we always have to be in conscious 
you know, uh, on mode. Okay, is this okay? Should I get too close? What do I, bleh, you know, it's just so not who I am. So it makes it really difficult to have fun. So anyways, yeah, it was really fun. And how about you? So like the last time we talked, you were in Dallas. And I want to just give a quick shout out to our listeners that obviously the sound on last week's podcast was a little bit off. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can with the best we have. And But I want to hear That's about your right. experience because I, I was not aware that I thought for some reason, and we didn't get deep enough, I thought you were at a real estate conference, but you were actually seeing Tony Robbins. I was at a real estate conference as well as Tony Robbins was there. So very ah. interesting story with Tony. Um, me, Drew, and Emily – had tickets to go see him right at the very beginning of Coke. And Tony Robbins canceled. Very first time ever. He's never canceled a show because his, one of his things is you have to show up constantly. You have to do the work every day. And he said he's shown up on stage in crutches and in a wheelchair because he broke his leg and stuff like that. Because he's like, if I don't do it, then how can I convince you to do it? So, yeah. uh, then, then it got moved to Dallas during my birthday the same year that COVID started. And so we got tickets, and we're going to do that whole thing. And it got canceled again. So oh. the universe, the universe <laughs> loves me so much that for this uh, EXP conference, real estate conference I was at, um, me, Drew, and Emily got to see Tony Robbins speak for the very first time since COVID started in a public space. And it was fantastic. You want to talk about a mover and a shaker that can really motivate an audience and knows how to, like, get the body functioning and pumping? Tony can do it. My throat was a little raw from screaming and yelling my head off during the event, which is part of his process, right? Um, But it was beautiful. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that today, more than anything, I wanted to talk about dreams. And what they are, what they mean, where we're going, and the rest of the matter. So, Kathy, as a not-so-expert uh, on dreams, what do you know about dreams? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, you want to talk about dreams? Like, I, I have no experience in dreams. But, you know, dreams are – there's so many definitions. But, you know, in our sleeping dreams, they are repressed wishes, hidden emotions, desires – store important memories and, you know, things that you've learned. And they can help you sort through complicated stuff in your life. But sometimes they just don't freaking make sense. And you're like, what did I just dream? But sometimes they are so exciting and so magical and so wonderful, you don't even want to wake up. Like I can remember having some dreams, like maybe it was a person you wanted to see and hang out with or a visit from the other side, like my mom and my grandma or someone. And you don't want to wake up because in those subconscious moments of sleep, when you're dreaming, they're so real. And so it makes you think like, is it real? You know, like, so for me, it's like, I'm always like, well, do you go somewhere when you sleep? Can you be in another realm when you sleep that's actually some type of a uh, connection or some type of a, uh, you know, vision for what's supposed to be happening? I don't know. So, so a lot of things. I, I, that's one point. And then the other point, obviously, is the ambition dreams of life. And, you know, well, I have a lot of those. I feel like uh, 
the, a dream is your subconscious mind dealing with the stress and pressure of the day. And it's yeah. very interesting because when you're in REM sleep, the frontal lobes are not engaged. And the frontal lobes are solely responsible for memory function. And so the reason that most people don't remember their dreams is because that part of the brain isn't engaged, which is a very interesting thing because what I was reading about some of the, what these, some of these top doctors that study dreams were saying is that when, when you're dreaming, it's like all the, the emotions, stress, woes, worries, excitement of the day and interactions with the people and places and things. It, it doesn't have to make sense. And uh, typically it doesn't. But it is your subconscious dealing with all the things that you saw over the course of that day, all those things you felt. And that's why the memory doesn't get kicked in because it's like a computer download. It's like processing the information and breaking it down into more substantial chunks that are easily digested. And, you know, I don't know how often you dream like, or remember your dreams, but typically I don't remember my dreams. And the dreams that I do remember are all, like, I wake up in panic almost from them. And I'm like, what was that? Why am I so panicky? Because I don't really, you know, I don't really have anything to worry about. I'm, I'm loving life. I'm happy guy. But maybe subconsciously I have a lot of fear and, and things that I need to process. And because I don't do it on, on my conscious level, that my dreams become mm, about mm-hmm. cycling through that unconscious fear <clears throat> or something like that. Or something um, like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting facts about dreams. Uh, obviously, everybody dreams. Um, most people cannot remember their dreams. Um, I I was reading and it was saying something like not everybody dreams in color, which I thought was fascinating. It it was saying that, that people that were 55 years and older that grew up with black and white televisions dream more in black and white than they do in color. Everyone that's 25 years and younger basically only dreams in color. And I was like, wow, that's insane. Another really cool thing, and <laughs> I don't know if it's true, true or I not. I definitely um, dream in color. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm vivid. I feel like I do a lot of my dreaming during the day, though, while I'm awake, and maybe that's why I don't remember my dreams at night because they're not important. Like, my dreams are – I'm making them manifest here. Um, well, what, where was there, I going there's conscious dream. There's conscious dreaming, and there's subconscious dreaming, right? And so when we're sleeping at night – and we're going into our sort of subconscious, that's, that's not like the aspiration dreams, right? Or it could be. But, but one of the things that uh, I wanted to just touch on, on, on when the people, when you can't dream. So I can remember a time in my life when I was not sleeping well. You know, I was just, I had insomnia and I couldn't sleep. I had so much going on in my life. And so I would, you know, lay in bed till 2 in the morning and I'd wake up at, you know, maybe get 2 or 3 hours. There's not enough time to get into REM sleep and dream. And then I found some magical honey that was laced with uh, CBD and THC. And I, for the first, I remember when I, when I ate it at night, I literally went into REM sleep. And I remember waking up one morning and saying, 
oh, my God, I went into REM. I had dreams. And that's how you kind of know that you got into that deep sleep, which is so important today. Rest and REM sleep is like magic to your body as far as health is concerned. So it's really important. And when you can't get to that place, uh, it does affect you physically and emotionally to not go to that REM place where you can, you know, maybe get a dream message or get help with problem solving because you woke up and go, that's it. I need a dog. You know, <laughs> you wake up and you're just like, whatever that dream. Two dogs or maybe you. some cats. <laughs> but, but so for me, it's like it's so important to get to REM sleep and, and have those dreams because that's how your body down and prepares yourself for the next day. And so I was going, I I probably went three months without sleep and I was exhausted and I was not, my, my spirit was down. You know, I mean, I was going through a lot, but at at the same time, it's like you have to sleep. So however you get there, you know, like now they have this new thing. I just want to touch base on this really quick because I saw a commercial, you know, NyQuil, right. And now there's, then there was ZQuil. Well, now there's ZQuil that has all those natural sleep aids in it. Nothing is unnatural in it. It's got like, you know, lavender and this and this and this in it. And I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. Like, let's get people to help sleep with a natural substance that, that can help you get to REM. So I don't know if the product works, but I just thought it was fascinating. Brandon. I think that uh, sleep is one of the greatest underrated things of our time. Um, you know, we live in a really busy world where everyone's <laughs> running around and doing all these things. And, and honestly, if you don't take time to rest, get some good proper sleep, you're, you're probably only functioning at about a quarter of what you could function at if you were getting that good quality rest. Um, and, you know, I'm also guilty of not sleeping. I think it might be because my imagination is very active. And so when I lay down, it's just like, time for me to process and think and, mm, and yeah. weigh out the day's struggles, figure out what I'm going to do tomorrow. Like, how am I going to do that? And most of the time I can go to bed at let's, let's say nine or 10 and be beat because of my long day. But I wake up at three or three thirty, almost like clockwork. I have blackout curtains in my room because I, 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 I can't have any light come in. As soon as the lights, in, I, I can see it. It's the craziest thing. And so I wake up. Um, so I've done all these things to facilitate good sleep um, in my life. And I am sleeping better than I have been. Um, obviously, you know, if you're drinking or smoking fatties before bed, probably not a great idea to get the world's best sleep. Um, okay. Sleep, dreams. God, love them. So I just wanted to tell you one thing because when you said it, so we've talked about Wayne Dyer and, you know, rest in peace, but he uh, would wake up every day at 3 o'clock in the morning. And one of the things was that if you wake up at 3 a.m., it's usually a sign of spiritual awareness. And during that time at 3 a.m., it's like this, he would write. He would get up at 3 in the morning and write till 6 in the morning because that was the quiet time and that was the time when the universe was preparing. It's very, you know, woo-woo, but that was the time the universe during those 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. hours was preparing the world for the next day. And so the spiritual realm during that time is at its highest peak. And if you Google that, you will get many, many people who say, if you wake up at 3 a.m., get up. 
that's the magic. That's when you're going to paint the great picture. That's when you're going to write the best chapter. It's so hard to get out of bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and do it. But uh, I was thinking about, you know, for my writing process, and I was thinking, well, what if you just tried that for a week and just, you know, see what happens. And going back to sleep, you get up at 3 a.m. And you, it's so hard to do. Yeah, I get it. But anyways, it's just I just uh, wanted to touch base because you reminded me about a lot of people who wake up at 3 a.m., uh, it's you're in a spiritual spot and it's time to like utilize that. Yeah, and I was actually told that by Rachel Young, who is like one of my spirit guides in physical form. Uh, I was telling I love her, her. Yeah, I've been sleeping. Dude, big shout out to Rachel doing big things in this community, helping all kinds of people get healthy and fit. And, uh, her business, if you ever want to check it out, is Young for Life. But it's, she's mind, body. Spirit, and that's what I love about her. She's mind, body, spirit. She she embraces all of those things in one. And I've taken her class before, and, and just when you get in her presence, you're just like in, you know, light. She's light. I love her. Yeah, she's amazing. So I I ought to work on that, where I wake up in the morning and write. But it's the difficult thing of getting out of bed when it's dark and yeah. cold, and and <laughs> I just want to be cozy. Right, right. So I want to ask you, what did the illustrious Tony Robbins, who is really one of my favorite mentors as far as, like, he's such a force of vitality. Like, he breaks it down to you, and you're just like, oh, my God, that's so easy to think. So I would love to know what what he had to offer, either for dreams or just in life, basically. Oh, my gosh. Where to begin? Uh, So... One of the things that we talked about was the success cycle. And this was really good because it was like we drew four boxes in a square, basically, in each corner. It was potential, actions, certainty, and belief, and results. And when we started going through this, you know, like picturing the results, visualize, staying with your potential keeping motivated, moving forward, always reaching. We talked about what failure looks like and how failure is actually not a real thing necessarily. It's our preconceived notion of we didn't succeed, and sometimes that idea of that stops us from reaching forward. But, you know, it took Edison a 1,000 tries to invent the light bulb, and on his 1,000th try, he invented the light bulb. There was a news reporter that asked him at like try number 928, like, do you feel like a failure? He goes, young man, I now know definitively 928 ways not to make a light bulb. And I think that that was <laughs> I love that. really what Tony Robbins is getting at, like get on that horse, saddle up, get giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. And uh, he, he was also talking about there's never a lack of resources. You know, like people make excuses. I don't have the right education. I don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. And and that list can go on infinitely. And he's basically saying, you are a resource machine. You are so resourceful. You can do anything with anything, turn it into something. You're a creator. And, you know, of course, I'm paraphrasing a lot and adding some of my own words to what Tony's saying. Sure. Uh, Yeah. We we only got a four-hour download, and normally Tony's lectures will be like 12 hours a day, four days in a row. Right. So you want to talk about getting the real crunchy granola 
if you will, information. <laughs> That's how you do it. You know, during his whole process, like, I walked in and feeling a little tired from the night before, and instantly we get in there, and he's making everyone jump up and down and scream and yell, and he's talking about that changes the body state and the mind state, and it gets the blood circulating. And he had us jump up and down probably about eight times for a minute at a time, which changed the entire wow. energy of the room. Wow. And he uses what's called, what is it, neuro-linguistic programming. NLP, and so he knows what to say, how to add words or really bring emphasis or um, a direction. So he'd slip in the F-bomb, and it was, like, so poignant and so purposefully done that it really made you capture what he's saying and the essence of that. So I'm going to just say if you guys have not heard of Tony Please look him up. Also, do yourself a favor. If you want to jumpstart your life, if you want to really get to where you're going, go check out Tony Robbins. He is just life-changing. Well, well, he's about making dreams come true. And so, you know, and, and that we all have the potential to make our dreams come true. And so then there's, you know, that takes you to the next level of dreams and dreams as your ambitions and your desires and your passions and your, you know, what you want to do with your life and then putting those dreams down on paper and then taking those necessary steps to make them a reality. And they could be a simple dream, you know, like it's it's the same as manifestation, honestly, when you think about it, because, Like for me, it's like I write down the things that I want, aspire, or desire, right? And uh, and that's how I bring them to light because I have to look at my list every day and say, okay, what action step are you going to take towards that dream today? And then, you know, I'm notorious for not taking action and having the dream. And, you know, the system – this is who I am. Like, I have big dreams, but, like, putting them into practical action has never been my strong suit. I'm getting a lot better at it because I understand now that in order for dreams to come true, you have to have action. There's no wishing it in. And even with manifestation, yes, what manifestation is going to do for you is put you in alignment with your dreams. And once you're in alignment with your dreams, they are allowed to, you know, come to fruition. So, you know, that's kind of a big way to say this, but it's basically like you have to have the dream, and we all have them. And and if you're in a situation where you can't even look at them, I strongly encourage you to take some time to yourself and go, really, what is my dream? Because life is short right now. Like, we don't know what the future holds. So if you're not living your dreams right now and or making those necessary things, it could be that you want to retire in Florida and you want to move. You want to live on an island. You want a new car. Like, it doesn't really matter what your dream is as long as it's something that's going to light you up, make you feel better, so then, you know, then it's a good dream and take those action steps, whatever it is, because I always feel like, like you said, even if you fail, you're not failing because it's all part of the process of life, right? You're living your best life. So if I fail, I fail. Like I'm good with that. <laughs> Just get up and brush yourself off. Last night I was living the dream. I was in my art studio with one of my friends, uh, Nathan Valensky, and you guys should check him out on Instagram, uh, Nathan Lewis Valensky amazing uh, artist and creator. But I told him that we, we're going to do a podcast on dreams. And I said, what, do you, what is your dream? 
And he goes, well, if I was to sum it up, which this is why I love Nate, because he's just so good at, like, picking three words and making it make so much sense. And he says, adventure, freedom. That's my dream. And I was like, I love that more than you could even imagine. Repeat that one more time. <laughs> adventure, ease, and freedom. That is my adventure, dream. Adventure, ease, and freedom. Freedom being number one for me. Adventure being number two and ease. Be- I love that. That's like my dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, everyone, please put that on your to-do list. Adventure, ease, and freedom. Of course, I like yeah. freedom a lot. It's a really beautiful thing, and that should go to the top of the list for sure. But, you know, throw an adventure. Wow, how exciting is life? I love adventure, and, and that's what we all, you know, we all have to have a little adventure dream in our back pocket, I think. Like, whatever that adventure is, like, I always like to have something coming, you know. Like we were talking, we're both going to be taking some trips in September, and it's like to to, to be out there for in, and know that that trip is coming. It's like, or that adventure is coming, and it's the unknown adventure that makes it super exciting. You know, you might have, like, this place picked, but you have no idea what the whole thing is going to be like. And so, anyways, I love adventure, having that as part of our journey and as part of our dream journey, because I think we grow a lot in adventure. I think that we learn a lot during adventure. We meet new people. We see new places. And we've talked about this on the show before, how important a perspective change is to see something different, to be with different energies, because you don't know what you don't know. And if you're not around these people, places, and things, then you're, you're carving out an idea. Like, you know, we live in Ukiah. It's a very small valley. I think it's like seven miles uh, wide or something like that. And <laughs> so our perspective is very limited. We live in a bowl. If you don't get out, then well, your idea becomes a, whatever it is here. It's, it's, it's nice right now to be living in this sort of bubble of a small town. Uh, you know, I would hate to be in a big city right now. Not to to get on that subject, but I I love the i but I I love the idea of small town living, but I also know that there's so much out there, and so it's hard to stay in that little bubble when the world is so big and there's so many dreams out there to conquer, and from a spiritual standpoint, from a fun standpoint, from an adventure standpoint. And so even though we do live in this little limited town, there's people like you and I who are just like, oh, wait, there's so much more out there, you know? And so you seek out, and then you come back to your little nest, and then you seek out, and you come back to your little nest. I love it. It's a good life. I, I, also, I also really love the nest, you know? Uh, sometimes I complain about it because I can, you know? But yeah. there isn't <laughs> we a ton of stuff to do uh, yeah. in this town. But this is where the creative aspect comes in. And, you know, would I be the artist I am if there was a ton of stuff to do here? Would I be as creative if there was, like, tons of things to preoccupy my imagination and mind? You know, like, really cool bars to go to, tons of great places to eat. By the way, we're stepping up our game a lot here in Ukiah with our food things, I think. So, good things on the horizon. Yeah, we got some great restaurants happening. Woo! Love it. Yeah. So, Kathy, I have a question for you. Um, What are your dreams? (laughs) What are your dreams? Well, my biggest dream, you know, I have my, obviously my big dream is to be a very successful published author, 
I'm already a published author, but I would like to be, you know, New York Times bestseller top 100 would be a super big dream for me. Uh, a Netflix series uh, with an Emmy nomination would be a big dream of mine. And when you I love it. put your dream, yeah, when you put your dreams like that on paper or, you know, verbalize them, and then you know that you're not really taking the action steps towards towards it, you know, self-admittedly, I haven't been writing for the last month, uh, then it's just a pipe dream because I'm not taking any action towards it. But so, yeah, so those two things. And then I really just dream of a, I don't know, just a happier connections, you know, more, more, I don't know how to say this without, it's not like a really more genuine connection. Just more genuine connections, more people in my life that lift me up. Uh, I have a lot of people in my life that lift me up, so I guess that's not really – I guess what I'm trying to say is my dream is to be in a beautiful relationship with a loving human being that supports me and that I support. And and it's not that that's missing in my life, but I've been noticing lately that it's important to have those connections, you know, it's important for growth and – and so then when you kind of sit dormant on that dream and, you know, like, I'm not doing that. So it's up to me to start opening my heart some more and allowing to get to know people more and allowing myself to be a little bit more vulnerable. And so I've been kind of working through some of that because, you know, there's a lot of really good people out there in the world that I might not give a chance to because I'm so closed. So those, really those three things, like, and so now I'm sitting here going, Kathy, you can write every day. You completely have your own schedule. And so what's my block, right? Yeah, well, you know what? Give yourself a break. I usually love taking August off, not just because it's my birthday month, but because I need a, I need a break. I need a little time out. I work really hard. I run, I run hot. And when I actually give myself time to do the, the really creative things that I want to do, sit and learn piano, learn how to make work music programs, paint, get in my studio that I've worked so hard to pay for that I'm never, ever in. You know, like that is, I'm like, all right, I know I'm doing what I'm doing. So I ha- have this, can have this freedom, ease, and adventure in my life, and it feels really, really great. So for me... I have a couple of dreams and I have, I have one dream that was a 10 year dream here at the house and some kids were out on the bench smoking weed. And I went up to talk to them when I was getting my mail and they're like they're covered in paint. I'm like, yeah, I paint. And they're like, Oh, that's awesome. And I just happened to ask what their dreams were. And they, their scope of view was very narrow. And so their dreams weren't very ambitious, but that's okay. I told him what my dream was, and I said, I'm going to be in a museum in 10 years. So I really got to step I up my game. I love that. I love that. Because I, I have two years left, and I feel like this, this, uh, this uh, pressure to perform, but I'm really excited about it. And having some, some sort of deadline that's long term can be really, really yeah. good. Um, so that's one of my dreams. Another one of my dreams is I'm going to have a jet and it's going to be able to fit 30 of my closest friends and we're going to be able to fly to anywhere that we want, as well as all these art centers that we as a people create. So I had this vision one time where I saw all these art centers on corners of big cities and they were just big open spaces that anyone could come to all of the, the stuff 
was donated. So there was like used cameras, used laptops, uh, wow. paint would come for free, paint brushes, canvases would be dropped off and anyone could come and play. There was instruments inside. And what it showed me was people coming out, like coming in with like a dark spirit or a heavy spirit burdened by societal answers and then coming out free and they were like full of color and light. And I was like, all right, this has to be done. I'm going to create an entire generation of creators and I'm just going to give them what they need because it was something that I didn't necessarily know existed when I was younger. I mean, I think I was always pretty creative. However, I never really was cultivated to do anything with it. So that is one of my huge dreams. And that is also why I just decided to reinstate my real estate license because, you know, why would Congratulations. harder? Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, and I'm giving myself 30 days on my dreams to knock that course out and get the license. And I know it's totally doable, totally attainable. It's kind of a lot, but um, we got this. We got this, girl. Well, you know, I think this year's particularly because there's so much uncertainty in the world, I feel like this, you know, we got blindsided in 2020. Like a lot of people were like, oh, if I'd only used 2020 to write my book and write my movie. Although I do know somebody who wrote a movie that is about to be, it's picked up by a huge studio and that's a whole other story. When that happens, I'm really excited to share that news. But so we, last year we were kind of blindsided and you didn't really know how to sit with yourself and do and, you know, work on your dreams. But this year with what's going on, we don't, again, we're still in this huge uncertainty and we may be spending a lot of time alone because society isn't allowing us to go out and be super social. So this is the time right now, from now until next spring, Get your dream on paper and take some action steps towards those. And I'm saying this as hashtag note to self. Like this is not like, oh, you know, here's advice for everybody. I'm saying (laughs) now is my time to really buckle down. And it's been stirring in my, my conscious and subconscious that now is my time. And so I'm putting some pieces together so that financially I can do that because obviously finances, like you said, like you have to have like the money to, to live your dream. And so right now I'm in the middle of kind of putting these pieces together so that I can take a month and go, it's just about writing. It's just about research. It's just about study. It's just about putting the things on paper and making these dreams a reality for myself. So, you know, I will take this challenge for the next six months and then hopefully in six months come back to y'all and be like, Guess what I did? You know, that's really what you I know. Have. There is, there is no hope inside of that. Only do because I totally yes. believe in you. I know that you have got this, and if you really sat down and focused, this goes for everybody in any aspect yeah. of anybody's life. You can have whatever you want. Your determination and will will, de- will determine whether or not you can have it. If you say you can't, that obviously causes some issues along the way. Because there's nothing that you cannot do. Only your imagination keeps you held back from any of the prospects of your future. And, you know, whether it be working out, going to the gym, like, you just got to do it. And, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> you had to bring the gym but, up, didn't you? God dang it. I was like, yeah, I did. Morning going. 
Kathy, you got to go to the gym today because I get really motivated to go and then I go for a few days and then I slack. And so, again, in the next six months, like I want to challenge everybody to take the next six months to take one dream, whether that is to have a better body or whether that's to, you know, write a book or paint a picture or start a business or, you know, uh, do some some global work in the world uh, to, to help change the world back to the normalcy that we all crave. Like, do it. Like, take this, write it down, and then just do one thing towards that. I, I strongly urge all best life. If you're listening to the Best Life Cafe, it's because you want your best life. And, you know, a lot of people are, like I said last week, are coming out and being like, hey, just living my best life, you know, and it's kind of like when you see that, you're like, the awareness and the conscious level of people is like, yeah, what am I doing not living my best life right now? What, why wouldn't I live my best life right now the best I can? Because this is all we have, like we have today. That's it. Hey, the world needs dreamers right now more than ever, problem solvers right now more than ever, because, you know, we're <laughs> faced with a whole bunch of uh, issues. But I will tell you this. All I see is solutions. So let that be a dream, you know, hold on to it and let's run with it. Let's pick it up and not let it down because there's a lot riding on our aspiration. And, uh, you know, it's not a podcast yeah. unless I sing, right? Okay. So yeah. I'm thinking of all, you know, it's, I, I am like one of those movies where like you dream and sing and you know, everything's music in your, in your brain. But I was thinking of the Kermit <laughs> the Frog song, um, Rainbows are visions, they're only illusions, what's on the other side? And it's the lovers, the dreamers, and me. And it's like that is what the world needs more than anything. We need the lovers, the people spreading love, and we need the dreamers. And then we need me. I'm here helping you live your best life. <laughs> we need all of us. And together it's amazing. <laughs> and just play it. And we inspire one another. What You know, yeah. like <clears> – <throat> If you don't have it, borrow. And when I say that, like if there's something that you want, I'm sure there are other people in your life that have achieved it to some extent. Yeah. All you got to do is ask questions and follow their lead. There's lots of success leads uh, trail all over the place. So right. someone's already done Good it. Call, yeah. If you don't know how to do it, borrow that energy. And and find yourself a mentor like Tony Robbins or, you know, like for me it was Nancy Levin. For like a person who's living the life that you want and then like study that. How did they get there? What what things did they do to bring this to to the world? And, and how did they, what steps did they take? And, you know, research is your best friend when it comes to dreams. You know, how did somebody else do this? And then, you know, plagiarize that and take those things and incorporate them into your life. Was it Picasso that said, good artists borrow, great artists steal? And that ah. is exactly what we're talking about right here. Be I always feel so guilty when I artist. want to steal somebody's words. Like, I'll read something, I'll be like, oh, my God, that could go in the book. And then I'm like, but that's theirs, and I need permission. And, you know, like, there's so much to go do with that. But a lot of my inspiration, if you, you know, if you ever even read my other book, it's like a lot of my inspiration came from studying other people and their work and what they did to make it happen. So that's a big part of it. And, and good for you because that, that took a lot of time and energy to do the research, do the work, do the learning, doing, doing the reading and all it's of that. It's the biggest part so, of writing is, the, yeah, it's the research. I mean, because you got to know I your would stuff say if you're going to write about it. <laughs> that, 
Well, yeah, absolutely. I would say, though, that if you really think about it, consciousness is only borrowing from itself always. So you're, not, you're never stealing anything because it's consciousness that is, that is producing something. Um, all you are doing yeah. is putting 18 ideas together and making it your own. And I feel right. like that's kind of what we're doing anyways. I love that. So, okay, so um, big dreams. <laughs> big big dreams, dreams, little small town, small town girl, big dreams. Uh, but I am all about it. I'm all about having a dream and living it and, and watching it come into fruition is actually half of the fun. Because when you're, I remember when I had a dream to publish a book and when I was getting to the point of it and I saw the cover and I, the editor signed off on it and the publisher signed off on it and all those little steps that were happening to make it real it was like I was living my dream and I couldn't even handle it. I was just like, oh, my God, this has been my dream for my whole life, and here it is, like in black and white. And so it was a pretty great moment of, of accomplishment, of knowing you can do it, and, and you have to see it through to the end. So, so if you have that dream and you write it down and you take those action steps, see it through. Again, hashtag note to self, see it through. Go to the end. Finish that dream. Couldn't agree more. And it so eloquently put, you know, I, I have nothing else to say, Kathy. <laughs> I'm I have speechless. Nothing else. Okay. And, and on that note, we will leave you. <laughs> okay. So we are at the end of the show and like we've got two minutes. So if you have any burning desires, now is your time. <laughs> you know, I just want to thank uh, all the people that I met this last week in uh, Texas for being amazing individuals. Uh, I'd also like to invite you all to join us on this journey of best lifing and yeah. uh, please like best subscribe lifing. sign up uh, and I think this week we're going to offer a challenge online to for you to uh, tell us what your dream is and I'd love to read some of those next week on our show so we can you know facilitate yeah. this conversation together I'll put that on, an, on a story and see if I can get some answers. Uh, I'm on a social media cleanse right now. If you all are wondering why, if I'm not on social media, I will be just for the podcast in this one group that I'm in. But my body was telling me I need a, a cleanse from the news and the negativity, and, and that's what I'm doing for myself right now. Just so I can fulfill my dreams and concentrate more on those instead of this Good. craziness that's going on. All right. So have the best ever day. And as always, Tim, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Much love and many blessings, everyone. Have a wonderful day. Bye.